Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Last Night in Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are back for another week of Last Night in Vegas. And this week, we actually ended up going to the famed steakhouse, opened at Caesars Palace, the much-anticipated Peter Lugers out of Brooklyn, New York, finally lands in Las Vegas in the former space that was Rouse, or Reyes, however you want to pronounce it. And it was certainly an experience the first time I went. So I actually ended up going with my parents. So I was able to actually experience it in sort of this like this group setting, uh, a little bit different, uh, trying to film with my dad and my mom around. But, you know, we got it done. But uh, I'm really excited to share my experience at Peter Luger's and if it is worth going to and if it's, you know, lives up to all the hype. So that is today's episode, Peter Luger Steakhouse at Caesars Palace. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. Okay, everybody, so we are back. So we're going to be reviewing Peter Luger's. So I ended up going to Peter Luger's with my parents when they were here in town. Uh, we were actually able to, um, you know, get in. Uh, we actually ended up going to the Breeders' Cup, which is in California. Uh, they flew back with me. Uh, they spent a couple days with me as well. And I was able to check out Peter Luger's uh, while they were here. And I got to say, really excited to talk about this place just because it had been anticipated for such a long time. Um, you know, over a year and a half, it had been, you know, announced and then they actually built it out. We thought it was gonna be open for a certain time of the year and it wasn't yet. And then, um, finally, uh, it opened, it opened actually in, uh, in November and, uh, it kind of had a, like a soft opening, like last week of October and then November. And then it finally grand opened, um, I believe like the second or third week in second week in uh, November. So anyway, so Peter Luger's uh, established 1887 in Brooklyn, New York. That's where its original location is, where um, they only take cash. They very rarely take credit cards. I think they don't take credit cards anymore. Um, uh, it's a really interesting space in Brooklyn. I've never been to that one, but I've watched many, many videos about Peter Luger's itself. And um, I remember reading a review. Of, uh, somebody wrote a very scathing review who was from the New York Times. And it was so funny in the review because they basically ordered like the fish, which it's like, why are you ordering the, f I mean, everything should be good, but like you're ordering the fish at a place known for their steak, which is, you know, hilarious. And also, you know, for lunchtime and just really ordered everything the wrong way. So when I went with my parents, I wanted to make sure I ordered all the correct things. So, uh, Peter Luger's is known for their steaks. Uh, they do it basically a couple different ways. They do, uh, like medium, medium rare, uh, and very rarely do they cook it, you know, 
well done. But, you know, everybody's different. But anyways, so they're known for, like, their sizzling hot plates. So it comes off of the grill and then our broiler and then onto the hot plate that sizzles all the way to the table and they slice it up for you on the way there so uh they have like a regular ribeye that's here in you know in las vegas and they also have their just like they do in new york their steak for two three four so on and so forth which looks like a t-bone steak with the filet and then all the other um trimmings as well so um I have to say, this is a great place for a group. It's a fantastic... First of all, let's get to the space. The space itself is beautiful. It's very well lit. Um, very different than Rouse, which I actually really enjoyed Rouse, just because I, I did enjoy you know, that old sort of like wooden New York feel on the inside. It had that cool red awning right in front, right next to the Bacchanal Buffet. Uh, so if you're looking for this place, look for the Bacchanal Buffet and you'll find your way to Luger's. I'm sure they'll be putting up signs soon to go to, you know, their, you know, marquee steakhouse. And the space itself isn't totally different than Rouse in terms of like the actual structure, but they did, you know, they, they kept the bar, which the bar is actually quite nice. It's sort of like this round oval looking bar with many, many bartenders at it. And they know how to make a good cocktail. I did end up getting a cocktail while I was there. I got an old-fashioned. They made it, you know, beautifully. And they actually have many, many different rooms. So they have the main room, which is sort of in the center, that actually can look into the kitchen, which my dad was, you know, over the moon about that. And then it has sort of like auxiliary rooms where they have more seats and tables uh, to sit in. Uh, many of these seats are, you know, tables themselves. Not many booths inside of this spot, unless you're over, like when you walk in and directly to the left, um, there was like an, a little like uh, it was a very unique part of Rouse that had all these pictures on it, and they had booths in there. And there are some booths uh, on that side. But for the most part, a lot of tables. They do have some tables against walls that, you know, has a booth or two. But mostly, you're looking at tables. So these are typically round tables or square tables. And I know round or square tables, duh. But everything was immaculate on the inside. The service was fantastic. They had multiple people to a table. So our table, for example had about three or four people uh, working it. So uh, that was fantastic. The service was great. They brought the, you know, the food out quickly, um, but, you know, in perfect timing. Um, although at the end, we did have a little trouble with our dessert, but I understood why it took a while, which we'll tell you later. But anyways, so Peter Lugers, let's get to the menu. So the menu itself is pretty straightforward but you know very much of a different time this is not like your grandfather's well maybe it is your grandfather's steakhouse but not like your vegas steakhouse that you see nowadays you get a lot of caesar salads you get a lot of wedge salads which they do have those um but they also have a lot of different appetizers and choices that kind of mirror wherever you go like you go to one steakhouse and you go to another steakhouse and they kind of have a similar thing on the menu there are things in this menu that you will not see in any other steakhouse in Las Vegas. It's very, very interesting. Um, so one of them being, which really throws me off, I, we didn't get it because my parents don't like trying a lot of different types of food. So you have to understand understand that, number one. So they do have their sliced tomatoes and onions with their Luger sauce. Uh, just know that when you go to Peter Luger's, they will offer you Luger sauce with literally everything um so i actually went a second time and i ended up getting um just the appetizer of bacon although when you watch it on our video so if you want to check it out you can check it out on our social channels uh at tiktok which is um 
at keys to Vegas. Same thing with Twitter at keys to Vegas as well. And then on Instagram, concierge confidential underscore LV to find us on Instagram. And since this one is under a minute, we were able to throw it on YouTube shorts. So you can watch us on concierge confidential on YouTube as well. But, um, these are very interesting, but yeah, Luger's sauce, they wanted everything. Like I got the bacon and I uh, didn't get any sauce and literally every bartender, like four or five of them came up and asked me, are you sure you don't want Luger's sauce with that? So they're really big about their Luger sauce. Really, really important. So it's kind of sort of a production, if you will. So you get there, you sit down, you order your drinks, obviously. Then you order your appetizer. So then they bring out the bread typically. And then when they bring the first appetizer, which was, um, well, technically the bread, I guess. Um, when they brought out the bread, that's when they bring out the Luger sauce, and it's its own little sort of you know beautiful little tray, and it actually says "World Famous Peter Luger Sauce," and that is your sauce for the entire time that you are sitting at the table. So, at least it comes with everything, doesn't it? So they do have sliced tomatoes, sliced tomatoes with onions. They have their sizzling bacon. They have their jumbo lump crab cake, which if you're somebody, my, my, my dad got the crab cake, which he very much enjoyed. And it's actually been lauded as one of their like more more popular items that they've introduced in the past like 20 or 30 years because they haven't changed this in a ver- the menu in a very, very long time. So my dad got the crab cake, loved the crab cake. We also got the Caesar salad because my dad liked salad, so we ended up getting salad. Um, if I went again, I might actually try the iceberg wedge, but they actually do not do ranch dressing. So I actually may not get the wedge as, as I'm talking because I don't like blue cheese. Uh, but that's kind of the fun part about going to some restaurants that don't allow you to do certain things. Um, I know it's actually very annoying. I, I get it. But sometimes it actually forces you to try other things. So like I had their Caesar salad and it was fantastic. Um, same thing with a lot of these things like see the Caesar salad, um, the sliced onions and tomatoes, and then also like the bacon, the jumbo crab cake. These are all really good to share. These are all actually pretty decent sizes to share. Honestly, you can get like one appetizer. We got two appetizers because there were three of us. But honestly, don't fill up too much on the appetizers because you will get full for the main course. I know that sounds very, you know, generic, but we say it because we care. But just know the appetizers are quite large. Like I had the Luger sizzling bacon, so they bring you three pieces. And I basically was only able to eat two. Um, I also ate that, uh, you know, ate a little bit earlier. But um, I did try the bacon, and it was delicious, really good. It was, like, the perfect amount of, like, a East Coast big slab of bacon. Uh, but it's it's quite substantial. So just keep that in mind when you order it. But So um, they do have a lot of additions. So you can obviously order um, for any of the salads, like their shrimp, uh, any chopped bacon, or, like, their crab meat cocktail they have a main lobster cocktail um a half tail all these things they have fried oysters west coast oysters um and they also have their shellfish tower which we didn't go in for but not many people really enjoy that so look at that so anyways let's get to the main event so the main event for peter lugers is their steak it's a big giant square on the middle of the menu uh very nice menus by the way Really, really enjoy menus um, just because, you know, as, as I've been doing this a little bit more and, you know, checking out, you know, menus, uh, menus tend to be a very important part of the overall experience just because it feels it's like the first other than like the table itself and like the people greeting you. It's your first impression of the restaurant. It's sort of like opening up and telling you this is what we're about and this is the kind of restaurant we are. So 
I like it. It was a very, very simple menu, clean, because it's, you know, obviously a new restaurant, but it really directs your eyes to the middle, which is where you find their USDA prime beef, as in the square, um, and it's actually dry-aged on the premises in their own aging box, um, which if you've ever worked in a hotel, you know that a lot of people share these places or, you know, spaces, but uh, they have their own. So that's typically pretty normal for a lot of steakhouses nowadays, but again... This is a big deal for a restaurant like this because it's been around for over 130 years. And when they were doing it, it was really like the first of its kind. So obviously, some people back, piggyback off of it. So you've heard all these things before, dry age, you know, so on and so forth. So it's fun. It's a fun little thing. But it, their steak is, is, is good, as you're about to see. So these are the options. So really just love it. It just says steak for two. Steak for three, steak for four, single steak, ribeye steak, and then ribeye for two as well. So uh, you do have to check these on because uh, if you go online to their actual, uh, you know, the actual Caesars Palace website, there are no prices on this, which I know is very, very annoying. But uh, for those of you wondering, a really good way to actually get around this is actually going on Open Table or Yelp, um, any of these options. Go to the pictures, so go to the photos part of the, those apps, click it, and then it'll give you options. It typically will say inside, outside, um, food, drinks, or cocktails, and then it'll also have a little tab that says menu. Click on the menu so you don't have to scroll through all the pictures. Click on the menu tab. It'll show you um, basically a pull-up of the menu that people took pictures of the menu itself, and then you can see what the actual prices are. Just make sure that you are looking at pictures, you know, because it's dated, that are dated similar to the time that you are actually looking at the pictures. So you don't want to look at something from like 2015 because obviously we probably are going to be changing the, um, you know, prices in between now and then. So again, just keep that in mind when you're actually um, ordering your steaks. So I actually took a video of the menu. So if you're, you know, Going soon, the steak for two is $148. The steak for three is $215. The steak for four is $285. The single steak is $71. The ribeye is $89. And the ribeye steak for two is $172. So um, you really just have to kind of look and see if the people in your group are going to be eating steak. Hopefully the answer is yes, because you are going to a steakhouse that specializes in specifically steak so just keep that in mind when you go um so let's just break it down here really quick so if you ended up ordering the steak for two that's 150 bucks so if you ordered the single steak it's 71 dollars if the other person gets a single steak as well that's another 71 so now we're looking at 142 dollars which is essentially two dollars less than just getting the steak for two which honestly a steak for two is the perfect option that um, I would recommend for anybody going to this restaurant. Um, I actually went with my parents who do not, my, my, my dad, again, does not eat a lot of food. So we just got the steak for two and it fed all three of us perfectly fine. So don't you don't have to stick by where it says steak for three, steak for two, whatever. Order whatever you think your group will probably be eating. So again, don't freak out. Uh, they do also have entrees that are not steak options. They do have their lamb double thick loin chop. They have a chicken broil. It's half chicken, uh, which my mom said actually looked very delicious. Um, they had a grilled Atlantic salmon, 
Doversole, which uh, was the one that was lambasted on the New York Times. And then they also have a whole lobster, one and a half pounds, that is broiled. Uh, they also have their sides, but their sides are quite unique. Um, I have to say, it really depends on what you're looking for when you come. So uh, we ended up getting, what did we end up getting? We ended up getting the Luger Special German Fried Potatoes, which we will talk about those in a second. They also have their French Fried Potatoes essentially french fries uh they have a loaded baked potato with sour cream so pretty straightforward you know in the potato department then we have our sauteed broccoli broiled asparagus cream spinach and then sauteed uh cremini mushrooms so my parents ended up getting the sauteed broccoli and i ended up getting the broiled asparagus um I do not like broccoli, but my parents love... Actually, they didn't get broccoli. Just kidding. They got spinach. They love cream spinach. They love cream spinach and cream corn. One of their two... Two of their favorite options. So they got their cream spinach, and it is quite green, I have to say. But um, pretty, you know, huge, you know, big portions to be able to share. So we ended up getting three sides because we ended up getting the Luger Special German Fried Potatoes, which those essentially come with the potato, um, you know, some onions, and then uh, maybe one other item inside of it. And if you like onions, yeah, uh, I guess. Um, I was not a fan of the uh, Special German Fried Potatoes. Uh, I would have much rather just had the French fried, pota French fried potatoes or the loaded baked potato. But I don't know. This, I, I, I didn't enjoy the flavor. Uh, that's probably, it was probably one thing on the, of the meal that I didn't enjoy was probably the potatoes. I was a little bit you know sad about it. But it has Lugers in the name, so they got me in terms of marketing because they put the name of the restaurant on their fried potatoes. But again, it's a unique thing that I've never seen ever on a menu um, in a traditional steakhouse in Las Vegas. Um, Asparagus was delicious. My parents loved the cream spinach. So these sides, you know, came through, but very straightforward sides, which, you know, for a steakhouse, I think is totally fine to just have a straightforward potatoes and vegetables on the side. So um, I would go back and just get the French fried potatoes or a baked potato. Uh, probably stay away from the German fried potatoes personally. So now that we've kind of gone over the menu and what we ordered, let's go back to the steak. So talking about the steak itself. I felt myself comparing this a lot to Golden Steer because Golden Steer has a very similar way of presenting their cuisine. Um, is obviously different in terms of service. It's not going to have that same sort of like red coat, uh, old Vegas style to it, I suppose. Uh, but again, Golden Steer is on their home turf, if you will. Uh, they have been in Las Vegas for over, you know, 75 years. Uh, they've been here when the mob was here. They're in their original location. Uh, honestly, I would have to go to Golden Steer. I've been there once. I've actually been there once before, so I've already eaten there. But I would also have to go to the Peter Lugers in Brooklyn to actually get that same comparison like head-on just because again this is a new restaurant it has all the new fixings to it so it has brand new tables tablecloths uh, you know uh, china all these things are new so really it's not the original location which when you get the original location it's you know in brooklyn it's in this sort of like old you know industrious building uh they also have like a lot of wood and you can tell that the tables have been there for over you know 60 years 
you know, they're like rotting just a little bit. It has that sort of like, you know, that, that, that New York to it. And that's when you can compare the two evenly. But comparing these two, I have to say, I really enjoyed the steak for two here. I really enjoyed the steak at this restaurant. Um, it was, you know, sliced the way that I like it. It's a little bit more, and petite's going to sound like a funny word, but a little bit more petite than what I got at Golden Steer. Golden Steer was a much larger portion of beef and around the same price point. And I would say in terms of price points, Golden Steer is probably a little bit more affordable. Um, and when I say affordable, we're talking, you know, bigger numbers here. But like Golden Steer, you're able to get, like a surf and turf special for like $165. So you're able to get the steak, uh, the seafood options. So whether it be, you know, shrimp or lobster, and then you also get salads on the sides as well. So I would say in terms of like value, golden steer probably has the better value for like two people rather than, uh, rather than uh, Peter Luger's just because again, it's more of a like on the strip thing is that you, everything is ordered, you know, separately. So again, just something to keep in mind if you're looking at, you know, which one do you want to go to? Honestly, golden steer is on its home turf. Cause it was, you know, it's a Vegas thing. They actually just expanded their dining room, which was a huge deal. Um, Peter Luger's is sort of an import, which is kind of funny talking about something that's been around for over a hundred and you know, 30 years. So uh, I, I, Honestly, though, I do I did enjoy the steak more at Peter Luger's just because when it comes out sizzling, it has that whole performance aspect to it. So I had to be ready with my camera. And that's why, like, the video itself is, you know, it's okay. It's not exactly what I want. And then they'll actually grab the filet portion. They'll grab the loin portion and then uh, place it on your plate. And then they grab the sizzling, you know, clarified butter with all the juices from the steak. And then they'll actually just... Dr just drizzle it onto the steak itself and it actually helps it continue to cook. I actually found that when I was watching and doing research about, you know, Peter Luger's is that if it's not cooked to your specifications, like if you want it more medium than medium rare, um, you can actually just grab the steak and then put it into the sizzling sauce where it actually continues to actually cook. So really, really cool. But I enjoy the steak itself. Uh, the side's also very good. But uh, overall, really enjoyed my experience over at Peter Luger's. Really great for groups. It wasn't too bad making a reservation. We'll see sort of down the road how long uh, they'll be able to be, you know, take reservations without being, you know, too much of an issue. But um, yeah, overall, really enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't get to the dessert part. So they actually do have many, many desserts, uh, which I will actually go over now. Um, I'm actually opening the menu as we speak. So their dessert options are cheesecake and apple strudel. They also have chocolate mousse, pecan pie, ice cream and sorbets. Very, very Vegas. Uh, they also have their seasonal berries and schlag. Schlag? Schlag. I think it's schlag. We'll go with schlag. It feels right. Uh, they also have their... I love these. I just love these old restaurants. It's just such like a picture of what that place was when this was a thing. They're special. Holy cow, hot fudge sundae, uh, which is awesome. I just, it, it's the most, it's the smartest marketing thing to do. It's just keep these old desserts on because everyone wants, you know, when they have the Cherry's Jubilee, you have the um, Baked Alaska, all these really weird desserts. 
come back and it's great. So uh, we did not have their Sunday though, but because I put it that it was my birthday on the reservation, my birthday is actually coming up soon. Um, they actually just gave us two heaping piles of schlag, which is basically a really, really, really heavy whipped cream. Almost, it's not ice cream, not at all, but it certainly is very much just whipped cream. And they also had a little chocolate drizzle on it, a little chocolate syrup, uh, some peanuts or walnuts, walnuts, and then a little chocolate on top with the cherry. So it looked beautiful, but it was delicious. It was really, really good. It, it was surprisingly light, even though it was pretty heavy whipped cream. And then uh, my mom and my dad ended up getting the uh, the cheesecake because we're like, oh, New York, they got to make cheesecakes. And we got the cheesecake and it was quite good. So um, pretty normal size desserts. I would say definitely you can share them for sure. Uh, maybe two, you get two desserts and, you know, split them. That's good. But yeah, I really like Peter Luger. I would go back. I actually, I did go back. Um, it was funny because I actually knew one of the bartenders who worked at Stanton Social, and she told me that she actually started working at Stanton Social specifically so she was able to go and work and be ready to work at Peter Luger's. So good for her. I'm really glad she ended up at the spot that she wanted to. But overall, 100% would recommend Peter Luger's anytime you come to Las Vegas. Um, it's very much a pretty neutral room i would say the the noise level wasn't too high it was actually probably about the perfect uh you know amount it's good for a romantic dinner i saw couples there it's also good for you know group i would actually say this is probably better for like a group um or you know like a family setting it feels very family which is you know an interesting thing maybe because i was there with my family um i was also there with a giant there was a huge table there i remember so Right next to the kitchen, there's this, like, other, like, auxiliary room that was slightly open. Very Godfathery. Like, I don't know where they got these chairs, but it's basically the boardroom from The Godfather 1 where all these, like, you know, big guys, uh, although these weren't guys, but in the movie, it's big guys. But there, it was just a one, like, ma matriarch? Patriarch. Patriarch, there we go, that's a man. Um, he was at the head of the table, and then it was the rest of his family with the kids and everything kind of running around. Definitely very mobby vibes. But, like, you know, refined mobs. So think, you know, Godfather 3 when it's, you know, almost legitimate. But gigantic room. So they also say they're really big into, into parties. But really good for big groups. I would say this is a really great place for, like, a bachelor party, a bachelorette party. Um, you know, something like that nature, I think would be perfect. So overall, really fantastic time over at Peter Luger's. I would highly recommend it to anybody coming into Las Vegas. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. If you end up going, uh, again, make sure you check out the actual visual form of this podcast, which you can actually go to again, any of our social channels, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and watch the, um, video review of Peter Luger's at Caesar's Palace. So again, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Really, really appreciate it. Um, again, I'm Brian Ortega. You can follow me on Instagram at Brian underscore Ortega 26. And of course, Conscious Confidential underscore LV on Instagram as well. So again, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you see me out in town, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential.